Thank you. Um, thank you for uh, coming out. You'll be talking. We're here with Sassy Art Major. Welcome. Thank um, you. Thank you for uh, coming out here. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you brought some of your work, so um, so let's get it started. So, uh, can you talk a little bit about this, like the medium and um, size? I don't know exactly. What's <laughs> um, I think it's about twenty by. 22 maybe okay. uh, canvas panel mm -hmm. but I'm a, I'm a mixed media artist so a lot of what I do is mainly acrylic I like the uh, what's the word it's very uh, no no I because I can use it like in many uh, I can apply it to paper I can apply it to canvas oh, okay yeah, yeah. versatile yeah. there you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> very versatile yeah, uh, medium so it's I, I usually outline with like markers and stuff, but for this one, I tried really hard not to. So it's mainly paint um, and uh, black ink, mm -hmm. just for the finer details, like in the flowers and outlining. But it's of, uh, I'm trying to do a series of uh, concept art for my uh, comic book. Okay, so this is this is your original character, right? This yes. Is for the, the main character in your comic? Yes, uh, Do you have a name for it, or you still haven't figured out the name for it? The the name is Molly, just Molly? just to okay. focus on her, but and the surrounding characters. So, okay. and um, is this a specific scene or is this? Uh... It's more of um, because it's concept art. I wanted it just to show what she may go through, like just because I like expressing a lot of emotion. Mm -hmm. So for this, it I wanted to convey like mixed emotions because I work a lot with the eyeball flowers too. I love that oh. subject. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then you have that, all kinds of different kinds of flowers too. Yeah, it's not just one specific type. Is there um, is there like a meaning to the eyes in, in the flowers, or it's just you you like the the way they look together? Um, I do like the way they look together. Uh, I do also like running with the idea of what the flowers mean to me. To have like eyeballs and. Um, flowers together um for me express it expresses a type of vulnerability um and like a, that just that symbolism of of a very fragile thing um it's taking the element of eyes and how how very human it is um but stripping the, uh, the rest of just looking at a face and having like eyes um to their basic form mm -hmm. so because molly is a comic about fantasy and witches and magic um, that's what that has. So the flowers are going to be like a very big symbol um, in, the, in, 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 in the comic. Oh, okay. And um, are they, so there are symbols in the comics, but are there specific characters? Are they, because they, they all seem to have like, like you said, that expression. So they all seem to have like a, like a, their own personality too. Yeah, it, that's exactly what I wanted. But nobody's specific. It's just her okay. and her so like, it's like a visualization of her emotions. Yes, oh, yes, okay. exactly. Oh, things on cool. her, things on her mind, if you will. Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. That's nice. <laughs> but a step up from that. It's cool. Yeah, cool. they're like entangled in her hair, and the the colors are very vibrant, and it's like a night scene, but there's glowing. Yeah, just a lot happening for her because this is a like a coming of age story uh -huh. in a way, and it highlights a lot of. Um, what she's going to go through, she has to like hide a part of herself in order to live in a world where she's not really understanding and 
Is this like uh how 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 old is it? She's about like like twelve. No, she's like twelve, oh, okay. ten. Yeah, uh, I I I really wanted that. Um, she's a child, you know. She's a uh, she's quirky. She's got like a little bit of an overbite. She's like not conventionally beautiful. It's um, just she's just her. She's a kid and she's a demon as well. And she oh, just that's pretty cool. yeah. Yeah, she's got like horns and <laughs> oh, um, she's like oh, adopted. Right, oh, these in right here? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, like and she has two different colored eyes? Or is that yeah. just, oh, okay. Are they pink and green? Pink and green. Yeah. Oh, um, do you have any more um do you have more pieces? Uh, you want to talk about this? Yes. Oh, um so the the reason for picking the name Sassy Art Major is because I love studying art that much. Like I at at the time I was reading like uh, Frankenstein, mm-hmm. like Mary Shelley's <laughs> Frankenstein. Okay. Like in 2015, I had made like a, a print of uh, of the bride, mm-hmm. and this is like part of the the motion picture, the the old school one. The old school one. Yeah. Where they did dramatic lighting and. So you were reading the physical book, and then like when you were done with it, you're like. You I I went. I got halfway just because I get so busy <laughs> with school. No. Yeah. But, for the most part, I enjoyed it, and um, this is the Bride of Frankenstein was after the fact. This was this was part of the movie franchise, but the book itself was just about the Frankenstein monster. So it was like man versus monster, and um, uh, so that's how you got an inspiration. That's how I, yeah. Like, what, is this a swan? Yes, because in the movie they describe her that way, um, like a like this screeching, dramatic like swan just coming to life and just in agony. Um, so the Bride of Frankenstein highlights um, just that play of, you know, bringing life back into uh, into the world and not understanding what it's, what's going to happen. And, um, you know, the, the, the spoilers, but the, <laughs> the bride and oh, Frank, okay. the, okay the groom, they yeah. both die in the castle. And yeah. it, they're, it, you, I mean, it's old, so if people don't know what I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's how far I study. Yeah. I enjoy those things. I enjoy applying that because if you see like the yellow here, I applied the yellow underlighting to, to Molly. That's why I chose to <laughs> these two together. Um, do you have any more pieces on here? Here, it's mainly where it's I like do my special. yeah, because yeah. um, I try to keep um, like official drawings versus like sketch stuff, like concept ideas and. Where I can just mess around with it. But is this is this book four? Or it's no, oh, halfway. Okay. I have so many books. Like yeah, like uh, maybe three that are halfway. <laughs> yeah, you never really finish. I mean, some people finish books, which is awesome. I always yeah. find, like I always like praise people who like, finish a solid mm-hmm. book. But I have books on books on books, and they're all like a quarter, a third. I will yeah. finish a book, but I always leave the last two pages. Oh. I like writing like quotes at the end because it's such a like a checkpoint for me. This checkpoint is uh, a part of my my series, my book, my uh, just my work in general. Like what I did for that year, what it means to me, things like that. I remember I asked somebody in the podcast before. Say for some reason, someone a collector comes to you and they're like, "I want to buy your entire collection." Is there a, is there an amount of money that will tell that you sell that book? Considering how how close it is. Especially a big book, you know, that's been with you, say, 10 years. Yo. And this person (laughs) gives you a a good amount of money. Like, we are like, oh, shit. That's a lot of money. 
would you would you be willing to sell it? No, <laughs> honestly, I don't think so. I'd probably have to sit on it. But it's I get I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a tough question. That's a very so, tough question. Let's I say can't. it's amount of money that could it not make you rich, Just but a, it, it'll, nice. it'll it'll help for a good couple of years, and you can help more. No, to I, your I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, I guess because I'm a big, I'm a firm believer in like things happen for a reason, and uh, that's probably not a good thing. To, not a good example, but just because like someone would come along with that m- amount of money, this is my work, and I'm not just gonna sell myself like just like that. It's um, and it just it just depends on what I have in there. If I have ideas, if I have like with Molly, um, I'm I'm the corny. <laughs> The the whole like oh I drew up I grew up drawing so um, drawing is a part of me I do pour a lot of myself into it so you're asking you're asking for pages and pages of me so it it'd be really hard to consider that so I I would just say no yeah, you'd probably say no. yeah it's 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 tough because yeah definitely some people need a lot of money but especially with such old person I mean, any art you do is personal. Any art, you know, there's a portion of you in it. Like, I still, sketchbooks is like an accumulation of years, not just one. That thing, I tote that thing around everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just like, it's it's, no, it's crazy. I, I ask because I uh, I follow this guy on YouTube. I use policy, especially because you study a lot of art. Like, he's famous. Uh, he does like a lot of art. Oh, he has like his books, his sketchbooks, which is what inspired me to do this. Sold it to him, and I was thinking about it. I was like, man, one, those fucking pages are amazing. Really. Yeah. Two, man, that's a lot of stuff in there. So, like, so personally, you have notes, you know, you have all this stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, I wonder how much money I <laughs> offered him for him to be actually. Yeah, I'll it. Um, it's, I guess it's really hard to say, like, what he felt about that sketchbook. I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't it, just like. But you know, we don't know, yeah. But, like, I'm sure someone would be like, oh, I guess he didn't care about it that much, but... That, sometimes it's circumstances, know. you know? Sometimes it's like, fuck, that means he's going to help out a lot. And that's just like, wow. That'd be so hard. <laughs> All right, so you have uh, you have more sketches, so... Uh, oh. You want to flip through it a little more, or...? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's... It's not like... They're more so character-based. How long have you been working on it all the time? If you were to give it over to that? About five years. Five years? Oh. Uh, yeah. And, and, and you, you you go to school, right? I do. Okay. Well, where where you? Uh, Los Angeles City College. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, do they have a good art program? Or, 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 yeah, that's actually why I chose LACC versus like ELAC. Because at the time I was in high school and I, I was told they have a lot of traditional fine art classes. They're really good. So that's where I went. Um, and you, yeah. find, you find that to be true? Yeah, um, they're just starting to get animation, but I'm leaving Ooh. soon, so unfortunately, it oh, came. Yeah. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a junior college, it's not like university. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. but, I mean, I, that's, I've been to community college for here. I mean, their classes weren't bad. Yeah. I mean, they had, for a community college, they had a really good amount of classes. Um, so, animation is, is something you want to take Molly into? Yes. Um, 
I'm, I did start Molly in order to help broaden my portfolio in order to, uh, for character, yeah, character illustration, and in order to say, hey, here's like a passion project of mine, because I'm sure going in, they're gonna want to see a personal portfolio too, because the pieces that mean a lot to you versus like studio pieces, like of just uh, a whole fruit. Um, yes, yeah, so still life, still lives. Yeah. Like those are the basics, but in order, but for them to determine like how well you'll do, it's like I'm sure they they want to see those passion things. I have like four characters that it, that are so deeply rooted in like my childhood or um, that express my fears, my my goals and um, just things that go through my head. So uh, yeah, Molly's a... Do you have certain inspiration? Not so much to your work, but let's say animation out there that you admire and like. Uh, Maybe not direct inspiration, but something you're like, man, I wish I could make something. Yeah. Oh, so many. Um, Sony Pictures is my favorite. Their stuff is so vibrant, so bouncy, and their character, their characters, their stories are. I feel that they're more Sony Pictures. Sony Pictures. Um, they. What, what, I'm kind of <laughs> bad at what's. That's okay. Studio is what? Uh, what? What do they make? They are a smaller studio. So versus saying like, oh, Disney, everyone knows Disney. Um, Sony Pictures worked on Hotel Transylvania's one, two, three. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. And I enjoyed that one so much. Um, uh, but I, I love, I love the stories they choose. Uh huh. Hotel Transylvania, especially the second. Yeah. Made me laugh so hard when my little gooey thing gets hit by the tree. Yeah, it's so different. It's good. Um, who else? Uh, DreamWorks. I I grew up on DreamWorks. Oh, um, they did like Chicken Run. They did <laughs> Rochelle El Dorado. Um, who else? Some they do, uh They do that. Uh, their Robin Hood, not the Robin Hood. Their Writing Hood. Do they do that? Hoodwinked. Yeah. They did that one. I believe they did. I think they did. I don't remember, but that one was funny too. Yeah, I know it was like a Disney one, like. Yeah, that one was so, a little, that was like, what the fuck? A little different. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's those things that I love a lot because it's different than, yes. than, yeah. And, um, so you said you study on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, are you studying animation in particular right now? Or how, how are you taking your, your studies as far as that now? Your um, personal studies, obviously, per- schools. Yeah. Um, I, basically what I do is... Because I'm drawing all the time, I'm always getting ideas as well. I'm always trying to do like world building for Molly, um, just to encompass more of the more development when I draw like the comics because I have like a web comic. But I stopped it because yeah, I because I kind of jumped into it um, because like now or never. (laughs) Um, I mean, the way to get it out there is yeah so so easy now. Why not? But uh, I understood too that I may have to like slow it down, like producing any um, pages, and it's like, oh, aren't you afraid of losing followers? Like, well, I mean, they're gonna come and go, so I just I need to <laughs> if I want to develop a story to the best of its ability, I'm not just gonna throw anything out there. Um, so uh, on my losing followers, that's, that's such a weird thing to tell. You're doing stuff for yourself. That's how it is, though. Yeah. Like, uh, like social media, so yeah. it. I get it, but at the same time, it's like they're gonna come back. So I'm, 
So I'm like, it's never bad to stop freaking. No. To, to advance your stuff. But it's un- also understanding that too. That it's okay. It's okay to take that time off. It's okay to slow down a little bit. So on my free time, I I do a lot of sketches um, in order to make these characters feel like real people. In order to make them um, uh, have personality, uh, an age, uh, things they like, things they don't like, uh, things they're feeling. Are you studying like uh, story structure and stuff like that? Um, like, structure story. Or is have, that something you kind of already grasp? I took a class on storyboarding and character design, mm-hmm. but I also have other friends who work on that. Oh, that um, perfect. Yeah, yeah, like... Um, yeah, people who, who, who do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Rudy Grahams. She's cool. Yeah. Oh, they're cool. That's your friend? Uh-huh. Yeah, you guys, they, you have, just... they have a really great grasp of uh, world building and storytelling because um, they do a lot of writing. So I ask them a little bit here and there. <laughs> yeah, like how did you how did you get over this hurdle? And it, it's been helping a lot. It's it's nice having people with like uh, stuff you're into. And they, you know, it's yeah. It's really hard to continue doing stuff you like if not everybody around you is kind of like, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice for people to be like engaged. Yeah, I'm always trying to find like people to bounce off of. And, like, uh, these are characters in the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's also cool about Molly, well, what I think is cool because <laughs> um, upon studying, I also found um, my villain like in trying to study on my own. Um, and I was really drawn to like uh, Mexican folklore just because I've heard of like, you know, La Llorona. And um, I was drawn to like, because uh, all the English demons just didn't like click with me, but I found like uh, La Lechuza. The, yeah. the owl witch, uh, and that's how the story kind of started. Like two years ago, I just started writing, like writing and writing and writing. Like a, I have like a big old Google Doc file of notes of, of paragraphs and uh, side stories, and I edit and take out, and just the story's there. It helps me. It helps me do the comic. Um, I got one comic book out as like my prologue or as a starter for people to understand like who Molly is, where she's coming from. And how she's starting. Um, and, and, and do you have that online, or do you have like a physical copy? Both. Both. Oh, tight. Okay. I don't have it with me, but and, um, <laughs> you'll be able to give me that to add it into the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. So I can have people check it out. It's like on um, Webtoon. Oh, okay. Cool. And yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, like, that's free. Yeah. <laughs> it's free, that's so I like part, it. Right? <laughs> yeah. You have to like pay for a page yeah. or an episode. Yeah. You can like for a fast pass, but that's if you're someone who has all of it already, and you can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've spent five years in the location. And it's ongoing, but I'm still there. Yeah. Um. All right. So, um, this is this is your uh, the main bad guy, or it's a bad guy. It's a bad guy. A bad guy. I don't want to say too much, but but yeah, she's like this terror of. I have like five different worlds, like from top world all the way to underground, like. Of um, like everyone separate, like humans, like witches, demons, like the kingdom, things like that. So, and um, she's just like this big towering owl witch, and she lives like in a cave. And Molly's gonna run into her at some point because for her, she like feeds on negativity. She feeds on people's like um, bad energy. And, and what's Molly's? Uh, does Molly have like any kind of powers? Or, or you said she's a 
witch. She is, yeah. Okay. She's like a demon witch. So okay. she's growing up like a like a witch in training. Oh, that's um, cool. uh, Studio Ghibli is also my very top favorite uh, movies director yeah, to watch and be inspired from because they do a lot of like nature. So a lot of my work has nature in it. <laughs> but they gravitate towards them. Studio Ghibli, and it's just like a compilation of them just cooking food. Yeah, and it was just a compilation of just like all all the series and like just little clips of food. And I was like, oh shit, that food looks good, you know? Because they make these little details in life so romantic, like yeah. um, like you just want to walk around and look at plants, and <laughs> listen to music, and it's so serene. They make it look so tranquil. They do. Yeah. yeah. I've, I love the studio. Um, I'm, I'm not saying I've kept up with everything. I know there's, there's some movies I have not seen. But is he still making stuff? Or is just his <laughs> studio making stuff? Uh, Miyazaki. Miyazaki is different from Studio Ghibli, but they, they do still. They do still. Yeah, they have a couple of directors. So it's Miyazaki it's like, and like three more, two or two more. Mm-hmm. But I know he is, or he has a movie out now. Like, uh, I think it's out. I think it's just more autobiographical. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I think he attempts to make like a three D um, moving character for the first time. Really? That's what I read. That's pretty cool. I have to check that out. Yeah, he's still <laughs> not retired yet. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they do have like a director. Like his son Miyazaki's son, I think, also directs. Uh, a few oh, films. Oh, that's mm-hmm. Hopefully, that's not gonna the, the skills, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, Molly, you wanted to be like like an anime at one point, or animation like three D type. Two D. Two D. I'm old school. I I <laughs> we were like, are you gonna do three D modeling? Like, no. I like the back part of it where it's like the two D stuff. Yeah. Um. So if she does become like a series, I, I would want her to be um, 2D animation for the most part. Well, I mean, she will be continuing it, right? Yeah. She'll, she'll be I like I like the the, uh, the passion you're taking with like doing your own stuff, not just waiting until you get the class, like doing you know, studying on your own, mm-hmm. which is which is perfect. That's what people need to do. The stuff out there. Yeah, like I look at books. I, I have like a like my little library I'm in my room, like just filled with uh, photo references to look at um, other art books that inspire me, that help me kind of brush up on my knowledge. And um, I, I've always carried with me what my dad said. Uh, this was more applied to baking, but learn the rules before you break them. Yeah. When you learn the rules, you can tweak and mess with whatever you want. Um, that's what I would do for recipes, but I also apply that to art because once I took, I've taken, I've taken so many intro to art classes and it's like, well, if you're already advanced, like, why don't you just skip them? Like, well, it's still important. I'm going to get a different teacher. I'm going to get uh, different lessons. They're going to cover different topics and I'm going to learn something new. Um, that's me now. I have an intro to painting class. I probably could have like signed off and be like, yeah, I'd like to skip this one <laughs> and go to the advanced one, but I'm still learning. Um, and sometimes it's not even enough time. And people like to think, oh yeah, in one semester you forget you learned everything. But you won't. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm always, so I'm always learning. I'm always trying to make sure that 
I'm painting and keeping both aspects of what I love to do. I love painting and I love uh, digital art, uh, characters, character art. Oh, so, um, yeah. Do you do digital art? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, do you uh, use like a, a laptop or something? Or something? Yeah. Do you use a Wacom? Yeah, I do. That's what I, I, I use like a cheaper one, like the $200 one, uh-huh. where you have to kind of look up. But man, like, I remember I was taking a digital painting class and my teacher was like, honestly, dude, I've had mine since. He had like this old white one. It was old yeah. and it was big and he's like, I'm still using this. The only thing is sometimes like the, the pixel ratio is a little off. Uh-huh. But he's like, if it wasn't for that, I'd still be using it. And I was like, and he would help me like make some really cool shit. Yeah. So ever since that, I, I've got that little Wacom. Little there. tablet. Yeah. But yeah, it's not even a tablet. It's just like a little thing. <laughs> I got that. I've just been using that. We got iPads and all that stuff. I, like, oh. I mean, they, they do some cool shit. Yeah. Like the, I saw my wife has the pencil with yeah. the iPad, and the pencil is pretty cool, you know? Yeah. It's not bad, but if I, if my shit ain't broke, why go buy my shit, you know? That's true. Yeah. So <laughs> That's I, true. I just use my laptop, and I just use that thing, and that's what I used to do. Do you use the same thing? Yeah, it's like a it's like a nice 17-inch, like a Wacom. Do you draw on the, on the tablet? Yeah, just on the tablet and I look up. Um, I did get my hands on, oh, okay, so you, on a Cintiq, like an old school Cintiq. Like, yeah. It's like that big bulky one. I don't know what the series it is, but um, <laughs> it's awesome. Like yeah. it's old, so but it's... it's free. Yeah, it's, it's like so I have both, yeah. Oh, that's tight. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted one. <laughs> so. And it's... Uh, so thank you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dan. <laughs> that's that's tight. So, um, do you do you find it easier to create on that than than drawing traditionally, or it, it could go? It, it's um uh so the Cintiq um although yes it's a lot easier um it does stay remain like a desktop thing so I would have to sit at my desk but my desk does get filled with things and <laughs> <laughs> I stack <laughs> things yeah. yeah so it is easier to travel with my <laughs> the my laptop and my little manuals and teeth oh, yeah. So uh, it was hard at first learning it. So so you have both. You have your, your desk um, format mm-hmm. and then you have your laptop and the tablet. Little Wacom, yeah. Little yeah. And do you use that at school? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it comes in handy a lot. Do you have like, um, like a gaming laptop or just <laughs> like an iPad or like a a MacBook. A MacBook. Yeah. Um, it carries everything I needed to because I have a, like a lot of files. I need a lot of memory. It's so. the one thing I like about MacBooks. Like they're pretty easy to work with as far as like learning Photoshop and mm-hmm. Illustrator. Very full. Yeah. You know, you don't think about PCs. It's like sometimes it'll crash or whatever. You know, just the Photoshop will crash. Or, yeah. You know, you make sure certain things are adjusted a certain way. It's the only thing I, I, I really like. Guy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's why I got this laptop. Um, yeah. um, but you always carry your sketchbook, right? Always. Um, For the most part, I get sad when I don't. So, or if I forget. <laughs> so you you've done acrylic, you do pencil, you do ink, marker, um, yeah. and charcoals. I always get nervous just because it's such a like. A, well, for me, it's like a really high quality material. Um, I'm always like. 
have to have like something pre-sketched before I before I touch oils. So I've had oils. I have oils in my <laughs> like in my shed right now, but I haven't touched them just because I'm waiting for that like perfect moment. I only have one painting with oils. Oh, okay. and it's like of clouds. Oh, nice. Um, uh, no, it's like a, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, nice, thanks. Um, so right now you're kind of holding on. Yeah. So, like, um, when mom would sell books and she would buy those big bins, like, kind of like, you kind of like gamble and get what you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you buy them off of, like, storage bins. Yeah. So one day she just found, like, a bunch of art books and oils. Welcome. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. That's what's up. So, <laughs> that was the I would best. Be so happy. I was. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Oil sketchbooks, all kinds of shit. Yeah. yeah. And I come across. I uh, would come across some really interesting things. Like, like you could tell these people were like into the movie industry or they did character stuff and. Um, oh, just based on the books they got, um, it was awesome. Oh, so I don't do that anymore. So, no oil surprises yet. <laughs> but uh, anymore. So but, do you have like a full set or? They're like off because they're like used, but they're, okay. they're like the small tubes. Which oh, isn't yeah. bad. They're, oils that's, are oils. Yeah, that's what I use. Like I use I, all kinds of, I use like, I've used uh, like Walmart oils. Yeah. Like Walmart oils. I don't <laughs> use them for like main stuff, but I'll use them to like add to my paint so I'm not wasting like all the good ones. I do that too. Yeah, like, so uh, like, oh, I'm talking this cheap ass one. I told you. I told you. Yes, I do. I do that too. Yeah. So glad I'm not the only one does that. You know what? I uh, I grew up doing like graffiti and stuff. Yeah. And like when you do graffiti, sometimes like hopefully it's not incriminating, but like, when you're uh, <laughs> when you're out doing legal stuff and you run out of paint, like you gotta find out like how to like make more paint or your shit's gonna look stupid, you know? <laughs> so you're like, you got fucking empty water bottles or like, you gotta figure out how to like poke holes into the spray can to get like the last little bit of paint. <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm used to not having, not having enough money to buy art supplies. So you gotta make that marker until it's dry, like, <laughs> until it's out. Like yeah. no mark, then you can go. I just have stacks of dry markers, but I still use them to do that shit, you know? Like, it's, you gotta do what you can with what you, yeah. with what you have, you know? And it's yeah. like, mix it in, fuck like, yeah. mm-hmm. like, No one's gonna know unless you tell them, hey, that's, that's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, no one's gonna know. I don't know, I used to get the, um, I mean, I would get, like, my dad would make sure I could have, have good stuff, huh? America's funniest. No, basics. Basics? Like, look at yeah, basics. basics? Yeah. They're like, like four bucks, five bucks a tube. Yeah. And then I would like, um, then when I learned what he- heavy body acrylics were, I was like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. But I was still trying to like save a book. So I was like, okay, um, I'm going to make some basics with the. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to waste all your heavy body. Um, I'm going to yeah. take advantage of these sales, artist lofts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, Michael's, yeah. Michael's has like, um, artist loft paint. So that's like even cheaper. <laughs> Like three bucks. All my canvases are for Michaels. <laughs> All of them. Half of my canvases are for Michaels. Oh, well, most of them are. Most of them because you get oh, like the man. five full yeah. value. Yeah. yeah. Six, yes. Five, <laughs> That's what I mean. Like the you know, I, I use a you know I use a lot of eighteen by twenty four. So. <laughs> you know what sucks is sometimes I'll go into Michaels and they'll have like a seventy five percent off sale. Uh huh. And that's when I'll buy the big ones. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, they got two big ones. I'm gonna buy it. Seventy five percent off. Yeah. I buy one and then I come back like half an hour later and buy the other one. <laughs> you know, or have somebody buy it for me, you know, but 
Yeah. You gotta take advantage of those things. Hell yeah. It's expensive. <laughs> you know what? I prefer it. Like, I like, you've been to the Arbor House? Um, no. no. The Arbor House? It's in, Is it like an art store? Yeah, yeah. It's off, uh, no, yeah. Wilshire. No, Wilshire. It might be Wilshire. It's towards, like, Huntington Beach. It's the Arbor House. I'm never out there. So oh, I wouldn't. The they have okay. a lot of cool shit, but, like, sometimes there they'll, um, We were there once. I was there once. Oh, there. okay. Only once. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's tight. They have a lot of cool stuff, but you know they they don't have sales all the time. Yeah. Michaels always has that forty percent off coupon. Yeah. You know, or they have some shit they're trying to get rid of uh-huh. in the art supply section. So I, I'm like, ah, Michaels over over a lot of mm-hmm. art supplies. Um, I've I've uh, I live closer to downtown, so I, there's an artist and craftsman supply. Um, and my stepdad told me about that because he does like, uh, you know, the, the tabletop games are like with the little, they like pull out the ruler. They've got like a uh, dice and they've got like little figures. They oh, make, they make yeah. like terrain. Like, uh, like, like the Dungeon and Dragon stuff? Yeah. 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 So okay. yeah, my, so those, well, my set of parents, he, 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 he makes, he makes like landscape for those. He'll make oh, like these cool buildings. Oh, that's so yeah. he told me about that artist and craftsman supplier. Um. And now I go there all the time because they also have like really good like uh, like a good variety of materials. So material, yeah, so if I know Michaels won't have it, I know Artisan Craftsman will. Yeah. So it's like a Michaels two because it's so much yeah. better and it's you more have more stuff, right? Yes, yeah. you, um, Sar- Art Sergeant Sergeant Paints. <laughs> I use those two. Those are really Art good. Sergeant. I'm gonna have to check out that spot because I've been trying to buy some like oil paints. Yeah. And, uh, Michael's only has a certain amount of oil paints. Um, and I've been looking for like water mix of the ones, which is what I'm using right now. Uh oh. Um, yeah. I want to see more. I want to make pick up more. Yeah, artists and craftsmen is better too because you have more people that are more inclined to tell you like what works and what doesn't. Like, if you want to know about materials. Yeah, yeah. They're not oh, going to. Yeah, Michael's, they don't. No. I wouldn't ask them anything. I just stock them. I, yeah. I just stock the items. I don't want, I don't know what you want. <laughs> what are soluble? <laughs> and I feel bad asking you. Yeah. Then, like, I don't know. I'm just like, what if they don't know? And then yeah, gonna, you ask and then they're like, oh, I don't know how to help you. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. But no, artists and craftsmen is great for that. Cause uh, you go in, people are friendly. They want to, they want to help you. They want to help you with your project. And I, so I love it. Yeah. It's artist and what? Artist and craftsman supply. Artist and craftsman. Definitely hit it up. It's, uh, it's in downtown LA? Yeah, it's like on um, 7th and... Uh, Mateo? Yeah. 7th and Mateo. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, edge of the arts district. You like going to uh, Little Tokyo? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> if you, if I, like, I live that close by, so like, the gold line is just right there. Right there, yeah. yeah. And I like how that it's, that line is like really close to to the like it's walking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I've walked home from there, so that's how close it is. It's awesome. Okay, so you live like really close to Castle. Yeah, about border borderland there. Okay. You like walking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. A nice cold day, not a hot day. I I I don't mind the weather right now because it's not too too hot. I mean, except for the wind. And apparently, now that I'm older, I have allergies, which I've never <laughs> had in my entire life. I don't, I don't know why all of a sudden I got allergies, but 
the roof of my mouth is itchy, and then I sneeze, and I'm like, why the hell is it itchy? And I guess somebody told me, he's like, you know that's allergies, right? And it's like, no, I'm like, something really wrong with you. <laughs> that <laughs> sucks. Um, what do you reckon on right now? Oh, Molly. Molly? Oh, that's tight. Yeah. And um, you're, you're going to use highlighters? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like using a lot of different, like a range of material. That's why I'm a mixed media artist, just for that reason. I, I see like a lot of like bright colors. Mm-hmm. That's not, is, is, is your world going to be like very, have you ever seen that anime, um, No Game, No, no Night? No, I haven't. It, it, it's, it's like an anime where they have, uh, you know, instead of having the shadows being like dark, they have shadows being like a. Like a what color? Uh, it's like, like an opposite color. So, oh, oh, okay. So instead of the shadows being like dark or whatever, they have it be the opposite color, like complementary colors. That, oh, okay. Which yeah. makes like the anime look like really bright. And I'm like, oh shit. But it doesn't look bad. It looks really cool. Mm, which is the most awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, I, I mean, she's trying to like. Take really bright colors and add them into like a shadow. I, I was, I was, I love playing with lighting, um, especially with color. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes back into like the, all the intro classes I took. Mm-hmm. So I had to do the color wheel like all five times that I was there. That was the most consistent thing I did. So I, I, I feel like I have a good yeah. grasp of color theory. And yeah. um, when it comes to applying it to these things, I have so much fun with it. Uh, so yeah, I I do use anything and everything. I or specific brands. So I'll be like, I need a, a pack of Bic. <laughs> These pens specifically, not Pentel. Not, <laughs> not because it's like bougie or anything. It's just those are like yeah, specifically like for the yeah the shading or for yeah. outlining or the bold ones. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm always looking for those. Yeah, I, remember, uh, I bought some. I bought the really nice sets, and they kind of look like. Like, I kind of like that, mm-hmm. the clear ones, but sometimes I like the way the clear ones grow. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay, cool, I'm going to buy these. And then, like, um, I was like, ah, I just wasted a dollar. Are they so, like a fine line, more fine line? Um, they're, 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 uh, they're ballpoint pens, yeah. but so there's certain ones, uh, maybe Bics or whatever, that flow kind of, they, they have a very small like flow. So you yeah. kind of hover it. And you, you can shade really well and consistent. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The other ones, they just, if you hit it, sometimes it will drop in a big old drop. Like, that, those are these, they, yeah. they do little glob, so you have to like clean it off. or Yeah, see, sometimes I can't work with those. So for me, I can't work with those. I prefer just the less ink I can put on there and I can just consistently up up it. It's yeah. easier for, for the way I draw. Yeah. You know? But uh, yeah, it's finding those pens and you're like, oh shit, this is the exact <laughs> one I like. Yeah. I like those for sketching, the clear ones. The clear ones, yeah. Um, but I don't use them that much, so I don't get them. <laughs> I'm, I've always, uh, um, I've always tried to explore. So the reason I use these, even though they're inky and gloppy, um, in high school I challenged myself by drawing in nothing but like pen and marker because I was so afraid of doing dark lines. I was so afraid of like like with pencil. Uh, in our class, I would draw really light, and they'd be like, "You need to darken your lines more." I'd be like, "Well, I, I'm scared. <laughs> I, I can't erase after that." It's like, so I and yeah, in like tenth grade up to twelfth grade, I was drawing in like nothing but like, even I would sketch, but 
I would have to, sh I would make myself shade with like Sharpies and um, the pens, the big ones, uh, in order to get comfortable with it. And it helped me a lot, like with um, lighting, understanding it and knowing that it's okay to go really dark. Um, it helps now because. Yeah, you use it to, to do your outline um, and stuff like that. Do you feel like pushing yourself in that way um, helped you? Be more comfortable with lines you lay and just work off of that. Yes, um, because I, I have a better understanding of how intense I want the lines to be versus how light and what it does. Mm -hmm. Having really light lines either makes them make can make a piece look incomplete, or it can make it look um, not as bold as I want it to. Because like something like like the painting or even this, I, I'm conveying a lot of emotion, so I need dark lines, I need boldness, I need vibrancy. So I can't do that with just sketching like the the like this one's a big difference like between drawing with uh, really dark color pencils. <laughs> um, there's like there's an energy to it. Yeah. And it's understanding that once you once you get comfortable with darks, in my opinion. Did did you uh did you get better with your like your line weight after that? I think I did, um, especially because, like in high school, I I was part of the high school newspaper, oh, okay. um, and then actually a community newspaper I'm doing right now. Um, I just, I can get paid now, so in high school I couldn't get paid. Oh, what? But, oh, okay. So yeah. you make uh, you make like uh, comic strips for a newspaper? Uh, no, um, I they attach like a certain drawing of mine to an article. So if like oh, really? uh, yeah, oh, so sick. something was about like uh, gender neutral things in like bathrooms. Uh, what was another one? Like racial identity. Um, I'll draw, and it helps with storytelling too because you have to make like one tie one image into a whole article. Uh, mm. It influences or it it helps convey the message better based off of what I draw. Um, so what I do is yeah, it's like a, a part of storytelling. Um, so yeah. So that's different than comic strips. Comic strips are like, yeah, you think of like, yeah, yeah. yeah comedic or political cartoons. Cool. But that's tired. And um, what newspaper is this? Uh, the Boyle Heights Beat. Oh, okay. What? How oh, cool? Yeah. Um, Boyle Heights. It's um. Yeah, that's where I live. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I have. I think we spoke mm -hmm. at the art show. I knew people from Boyle Heights, and so I have some artists from Boyle Heights have come here. Yeah. I so yeah. Nice. I'm almost positive. Cool. Okay, so um, how long have you been doing that by now? Um, 2013. Uh, oh, wow. Well, seven years? Uh, about a little longer because I, I started in high school and they would give me little jobs here and there, but then I would progress more. So like when I turned 18, they were like, oh, we can pay you now, so we, you know, if you want to so cool. stay on board, yeah. yeah. So I was like, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> I could use the experience. Yeah, and that's like a um, like an artistic job, you know. Yeah, so it helps like experience and um, and I enjoy it. I admire it because it's actually uh, high schoolers doing these articles or going out there and getting a story. Um, and but, you work with, with the the authors. Yeah, or they'll send they'll just send me the stories and yeah. I I read through it uh, uh, and I. Based the image off of that. That's not hard. Yeah. It's cool. So like you do a lot of reading. Do you like, <laughs> you like reading? Some, 
I like reading. Yeah. Uh, I don't always read them. Sometimes they'll just give me a little synopsis. Sometimes I have to ask, but like, yeah, can I get the article? Because I'm kind of a hard time <laughs> visualizing. Yeah. 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 It's like sometimes they'll give me like a vague one, but that's okay. Like, you know? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to check it out. Um, and you do this uh, weekly, monthly, or just here and there? It's a quarterly newspaper, so I get jobs every few months. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. So, so you yeah. got one coming up? Um, I just did one a couple weeks ago. So, yeah. Unless they. Okay. Do it right, ahead, but yeah. yeah, yeah. This one was uh, like minorities being a minority in a minority community. So, oh, okay. Um, interesting. Uh, I liked it a lot because I based a lot of the people off of who I see every day, and like you know, working moms, working working women, uh, uh, people walking around, little old people sitting outside their houses yeah, yeah. and <laughs> children so like live by like elementary schools and stuff so these are these people were like inspired by that who had you so it was cool That's right. um so how long yeah, we met at a art walk mm-hmm. and you said that wasn't your first art walk right um how long have you been doing your art walks and where um where, where are some I know for sure the Montebello one. Yeah. That's what I meant. What other stuff have you been doing? Let's see, the Montebello one is the most consistent one. I, I love the people there. They're, yeah, they're really nice. And, yeah. Yeah. That's my like, consistent one. Okay. So, and, um, uh, I do try to go outside of Montebello and definitely Boyle Heights just because it's, uh, there's not a lot of like art scene there that I've like, Really been able to put my foot in and uh, yeah, yeah. but it, it ranges, you know. It just the audience works or it doesn't. Um, that's just how it is. Yeah, you um, just gotta find like, that niche. That yeah, yeah. That scene, the that the people. <laughs> the people, um, yeah, definitely. Like uh, the most animated based one, like where I should have shown more Molly stuff, was. Uh, Artist Lodge. Artist Lodge? Mm-hmm. Where, where is that? In Stanton. It's like Orange County. Oh, okay. So a lot of people ask about my character stuff versus what I'm usually used to showing. Like, I think you've seen like I had like wood plaques. Yeah. Um, they're more like uh, fine art looking things. Um, but I guess because the, the event was geared more towards people to show like comic book stuff or... Um, character things oh, really? um, yeah people inquired more about that they wanted to know more of a story and I was like wow this is so different from Montebello nobody wants to know about Molly yeah so it's like it's interesting it's interesting to see like the difference between the people I meet there and you know Montebello and uh, what else have I done recently I did like this underground music and art fest it was like at a club oh cool how was <laughs> um, it it was very different. Is it was different? it was so different because it um it was a lot of like heavy metal, oh, uh, doom metal, and uh, I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, it was, was so loud because <laughs> like we were right in front of the stage, so you could it, everything blasted and it's like, whew, a lot of energy in here. <laughs> People washed me and shit. I was. A, 
I was afraid of that, but well, I think my dad was more afraid of that than anything. But <laughs> I was like, it's okay. The table's right in front, so got a little wiggle room. I think. Uh, it was awesome though. It was really like really great bands. Uh, what else could I do? Um, you ever oh, oh, oh. oh, I have. Um, I've been trying to get in there. Um, yeah, I was. I was thinking. I was like, hey, but like, it's like stuff would be tight there. Like, sure. Well, yeah. Well, I'm actually. This is the most I've actually talked about her. So, because I'm trying to get her out there more. I'm trying to develop her more for that reason. Because I'm actually part of a. I got into the East LA Comic Con. Uh, East LA Cape. Have you heard of it? East LA Cape. No, I haven't. So that one is, um, it's based in El Gallo Plaza? El Gallo. Yeah. El Gallo Plaza. Oh. Um, and, uh, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Uh, I think um, they're on their third that? one. That one is in June. Is it June? June? Oh, that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying to get in there. Uh huh. Um, uh, how much does it, it cost? <laughs> to get in? Or like, like as a patron? Yeah. So, you're, you're, you're vending? Or? The vending? Um, Are you vending? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you gotta like register early. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, but, uh, uh, that was like a $100 for a table? Like a six foot table space? Oh, okay, just like a. Yeah. Dollar yeah. So, kind of like so that. Like, no. No. <laughs> Well, no, I, I find uh, different prices wherever I go, but yeah, yeah it's my wife doesn't have an expo. We've done an expo in the past, and that's what she's Oh yeah, so, I'm not there yet because I'm it's, like you. You have to share. You know, you split the yeah. cost between two artists for one table. It's it gets pricey. It's getting. It's going up. It just keeps going up. Yeah. That's the way it is. Like my favorite. Um, con to go to is designer con. Ah, Have you been there? Designer con, yeah. That, that was now they're first in the. Convention. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there, and they, oh, they. That's like the worst one to start off because they, <laughs> they pamper you. Really? Like, you get a space. <laughs> you get, get a space this. with a, a backdrop, and you know you get little dividers, and Man, uh, the just, dividers have. They got bigger and bigger. I don't know uh, it's not old. I went. They moved locations for that reason. Because it got bigger. Because it got bigger. They. The last one we went to, they had to go to the second hall. Oh wow! So now they're in where uh, Anaheim? In Anaheim, the sure. Angel Studios or the Convention Center in Anaheim. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I have to make it out there next year. To I, I mean, I just like going as a patron. I've never vended there. Vending um, is tight. Vending is tight, but like I guess yeah. like a table like that. I want to make sure what I have is well worth it. As far as like you know, depending on what I have. So smoking tutorials. Yeah. Um, or like sculptures and stuff like that. I can't make stuff. I know prints don't do really well. I know really? I have some shit. But my stuff's like weird. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you got like fine art stuff. Yeah, I have like fine art stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I took a lot of like original stuff, but it wasn't a lot of like lower price stuff that like, people could like, take or like hundred dollar stuff or whatever, but that are like sculptures. Yeah. That's the only bad thing, but meeting artists there, seeing art there, there's no meeting there. Yeah. Like, you see shit, you're like, fuck, I need to buy this. You yes, that's every time. Every time. Every time. I, like, I, I had to wait till the last day to walk around because I knew I was just going to be spending money the whole time. Yeah, yeah. that's how it is. Uh, 
but it's so awesome. It's so awesome to be there. Um, you got on last year, or how many years have you had? Um, how a couple of years ago? We missed last year. We so did. We went to, yes. What's the year before? The three years. Oh yeah, 2017. Yeah. That one, yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, I like going to the storyboard artists or the um, character artists. Those are my favorite. Like, I love them so much. Uh, like, there's one who's like a part of like Cartoon Network's Magic Swords, I think. Yeah, it's like a little cartoon. Um, I think all the swords they have, like, have like quirky little things that they do. Oh, cool! cool. It's such a bouncy cartoon, um, and her work is so bouncy, and I love meeting her every time. So well, every chance I get, so. And um, do you have like stickers and stuff? Uh, I'm starting to make more stickers. I'm having a lot of fun with like um, I'm actually trying to do like a little series of like eyeballs here, but person the ones with more personality. Yeah. Because I have more fine art eyeball flowers that are more like um, still. Um, I try to convey like more tranquil, like the nature aspect, but this is like cartoony. Um, so I'm trying to do a couple of those, but I recently I did like a two like of my favorite Frankensteins and I think uh, the only print that I sell like and restock the most is the these two Frankensteins that I have. And they're stickers. Yeah, and they're stickers. I got like shirts, stickers, and prints of them, um, which is pretty cool. I like a die cut of my logo. Oh, okay. What's your logo? Um, there's like the signature I do. Let's see. And it's like I think I have so every time I draw a certain like shit, I like, get to remind people that the focus is not on the drawing. It's not a conversation. <laughs> yeah, because there we go. So that's my signature. I like what? okay, this time the little eyeball flower. Yeah, there. okay. I've, I I think I've never seen it. Mm -hmm. yeah, or I saw it in your Instagram. Either way, yeah. This time that's my little. I have a little die cut sticker like that. It's red. Red was like my go-to color in high school, and plus it's my school colors of oh, Rough sorry, Riders. Sorry. I just got this. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I just got this. Perfect. Uh, yeah, because you know what? I was painting underneath the table, and I got it all stuck. Oh, it's. I it knew, I, I, knew I shouldn't have done it, but I did. I did it. But it happens. Yeah, like, I was like, "Fuck!" I was trying so hard not to get dirty. That's me all the time. Yeah. I paint on my bed. I know I'm gonna get paint on there somehow. Guess, how many clothes do you have with no paint? Uh, yeah, like five. I, I'm maintaining it. I got it like a couple of jeans. Like these jeans I paint in, but I already know I'm gonna get paint on them. But it's not that bad. <laughs> Shirts. Yeah, my my pajamas are my painting clothes. <laughs> Let's oh, just okay. say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah same here. Because it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna go out in them. <laughs> yeah, all my shirts have paint on them. And yeah. My my wife gives me like I I got these pants. She's like, you're like. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I got paint on it, but I, I quickly got it clean. Yeah. Yeah. You can get I'm it. Actually, right I shouldn't be painting in these pants, but really. Yeah. <laughs> She's not <laughs> here. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. I, I sometimes just don't care. Even my like, work colleagues have paint. Yeah. It's kind of nice. 
I'll have like a favorite jacket has paint on it. Yeah. Like, don't you have another jacket? Like, uh, it's my jacket. Yeah, it's my it's favorite my jacket. jacket. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. I do. Yeah, my shoes. Have, <laughs> my shoes have paint on them too. Yeah. I think it's common, especially if you paint a lot. Yeah. I, I wear gloves and I normally I ran out of gloves a while ago. I haven't oh. picked up, but I like to wear gloves when I paint with oils or whatever. Because I don't know how it happens, but I always get paint. Always get paint. You no pick it up or yeah. try, right? Like like right now I place it down and then just like, it gets on the brush, the, the handle, yeah. I'm really messy. It happens. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be painting live at, at uh, next hour. Or, that twenty-one. I won't be here. I'll be out of town. Oh no, you're not. You're not making me out of town. No, I'm not. I already let them know. Um, I'm actually going to see my mom. Uh, she moved out like uh on Thanksgiving. Oh, sick. Uh, like where out of state. Oh, out of state. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So what, what state is she living in? Texas. Texas. <laughs> yeah. Why are you going to Texas? Um, I'm going next. Thursday, and I'll be staying there till the 25th. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, what part of Texas? Um, Amarillo. Amarillo. Little small town. Yeah, I was like, yeah, why didn't I even ask? Like, what part of Texas? <laughs> That's, yeah, it's such a big state. Yeah, is it like towards the center? Towards the edges? The top? Oh, the top. Like the top of the state? It's small. It's close to Oklahoma, I think. Oh, yeah. So, so you're just going to go spend some time there and just come back? Yeah, because... I I've never really been more than twenty minutes away from my mom, oh, so gosh. having her like hours away from me is so different. And it, yeah, it's been so hard, um, especially because like I have the best of both worlds. So like at my dad's, I'm an only child, but at my mom's, my stepdad, it's I'm a sibling. I'm the second oldest to nine children. <laughs> so I have a lot of like little brothers. I have a sister. Oh, so your mom has no. kids? Yeah, six brothers, two sisters. That's crazy. And, and you guys all like, uh, grew up together? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I have stepbrothers and sisters. I grew up in Whittier. First 14 years of my life, I basically, all my childhood is, is in Whittier. <laughs> oh, so you're familiar with the area? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I went to Evergreen Elementary School. <laughs> Evergreen, Evergreen. Oh, down the street? Uh-huh. Uh, okay. East Whittier Middle School. Uh, East Whittier. One year I went to Whittier High School, oh, and then I moved with my dad. Cause at the time she was gonna move to U- uh, Utah, I think, um, but it didn't work out. So she was like, oh, "Okay." So she stayed behind and she stayed like in like Huntington Park. Um, yeah, so that's where she's been for like seven years, and now I finished high school in Boyle Heights. And, but a lot of opportunities, like it really pushed me to take my career choices seriously and academics. Um, for art academics, so, you know, give me English, give me yeah. history. I'm fine. I was, I was com- uh, complacent. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, here I was complacent, and you know, it was easygoing. And I was, I was, I had maintained good grades, but going to like Roosevelt, it was just such a different place to be. And did you notice the, uh, the culture difference, or just like? Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was. It was a big cultural culture shock I guess yeah. but I mean are you, are you you're a Hispanic right yeah yeah um, so um what if you like uh, my my family uh like my grandfather's side live on like the coast of Mexico so Mexico? like oh, okay. Chihuahua 
No way. Chihuahua? Yeah. I'm from Chihuahua. So, like, you know, half of us are, like, light-complected yeah. and half of us are, like, kind of dark. Yeah, I'm from Chihuahua, so, Chihuahua. That's where I was born. How crazy. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, um, third generation. So. Third generation. Okay. But I've always had to, like, convince people, like, I'm Mexican. I know I don't speak enough Spanish for it, but... Yeah. Yeah, you're so, it's, so people don't really think you're. Yeah, Mexican. so it's like, yeah, I'm a That's white girl. Exactly how it is. My wife's half Mexican, but she looks like mm-hmm. really uh, skin. Pretty she, white yeah, passing. She, and she speaks very articulate. Mm-hmm. So you, unless she tells you, you won't be able to tell she she's Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. Because her mom's you know Mexican. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she tells me yeah, it's kind of it kind of sucks. It does. That it does. People don't. Like, I have to convince people about my Mexican heritage, you know? And she identifies more with it, which is because her mom is Mexican. Mm-hmm. She grew up with her mom, you know? So her mom ran kind of a household. Yeah. So she grew up more of a Hispanic upbringing than in the white upbringing. So she's like, oh, yeah, people. It's, it's tough. It's tough. You know? <laughs> do, you, do you find that? Like I wish I wish I knew more Spanish. I felt like I feel like I could have connected more just by learning the language better. Like if I grew up with it, I could have at least held on to that. Um, but I don't. I, I Do like, you, is it because of your choice or is it because of people Kind of like easy when you were trying to learn Spanish. Because I know my wife, like, she's like, you know what, I've always wanted to speak Spanish, but every time I spoke when I was young, other my family, Spanish speaking people would make fun. And she, she just kind of like psyched herself out to continue it or like pursue it as much as, mm-hmm. as normal mm-hmm. because she did kind of get teased by her own family. And I was like, yeah, Mexican people kind of do that. Like, oh, that's not how you say it. Like, you don't really think about, like, you know, yeah, it's, it's funny, but they're really it's trying, also, and it's kind of embarrassing. And, I, like, I get embarrassed. I just, I'm just, uh, like, anxious as a person. So yeah. for me, it was like, uh, I don't want to say it because I don't want to get me fun of Yeah. So I just don't say it. Um, I hate, I hate But I hate it's, but, but um, uh, mom, like my mom's, my mom and my stepdad spoke it, but they just didn't really like. Oh, you have to learn Spanish. Here's oh, okay. what it means. If we ask, so like most I knew was like four words, mm. um, but like uh, I had met my like great grandfather um, in the summer of 2013, 2012. Uh, my great grandfather. He's a. He's like 90, 98 years old. Right now? Right now, yeah. Still, wow. So meeting him That's was like, so cool. yeah, it was like a big honor for me. Just, he lives in Mexico? Yeah. Uh, Milky. Yeah. Milky. Milky, yeah. So yeah, he, <laughs> I met him for the first time. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's the most I spoke Spanish there. Yeah. That is the most I spoke. I had to get around. I, had, I wanted to. This is your mm-hmm. On my dad's side, yeah. So... Uh, I'm the first grandson. She's the first great granddaughter. Yeah. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe eight years old. <laughs> Is he still like? He's around. Yeah. 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 Y
she also they always say she was younger. We're like, okay, she's not hating 100 years. And then one time she was like, oh yeah, remember we used to hide? We used to have to like, we'd be afraid to go to school. I walked to school with this bunch of yells, blah, blah, blah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know you're a lot older than you say you are, right? And then we did the math. It's like, why don't you get my There's like, you feel a hundred and something. You're a lot older than you say you are if you remember being afraid of going to school. Why don't you get my blinders? And that's when we found out she was a lot older. Wow. Yeah, but she would walk with her kid or whatever. Yeah. She would go to the restroom by herself. Um, every day she would make her coffee. She would grow. Like, she would, like, be like, uh, yeah, the whole day, you know, because obviously you know, she, you know, she was older, but up until like she passed away, um, she did everything herself, you know, everything herself. And I, I admire that. She's thirty. She drinks coffee like, like water. It's the coffee. I thought it was the coffee. I was like, Grandma, you know, you drink coffee with everything during the meal, after the meal, like. <laughs> How do you handle so much coffee? You know, especially at your age. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, how cool. And you met him uh, 2013? 2012. Like, I'd say 2012. This is, I think this is before I graduated high school. Um, so. Do you guys still keep in touch? Um, yeah. Here and there. Like, for his birthday. And FaceTime. FaceTime. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's technology. Yeah, for real. Mm. Like, um, it was crazy because not so long ago, you you have to buy cards. You have to buy those cards. And no WhatsApp. Now everybody's on WhatsApp. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> I have family members text me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. What? Yeah. You're my cousins? All, right. my, all my cousins over there. Yeah, yeah. They're all on WhatsApp. Yeah, my grandma had 10 kids. So, yeah. My grandma had 10 kids. So, you know, my uncle's got kids. And cousins who have kids. And, you know, it's, it's a pretty good family. Yeah. I can't keep track of it. I, I can't either. Yeah. You know, go and try. That's how it is. It's crazy. Chihuahua, too. Mm-hmm. That's uh, my world. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, for real. Um, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, so, you grew up in Whittier, your like, elementary? Yeah. The first 14 years of my life, basically. I mean, like I would like I, I would do the back and forth thing. So like on the weekends I would see my dad, and during the week I was living with my mom. So that that's why I say. And you've been drawing since since you were little, since you were young. Three, three. About three yeah, years old. My dad's favorite story is like the yellow crayon. Like I held the yellow crayon like this, and not like big old. Yeah. Like most kids, like that was the most distinct thing for my dad and my mom. Like that, that was. I I. Drew lightly and it was like he was like that's an artist's hand like <laughs> yeah yeah it was like we were talking earlier um, not a lot of parents either see that or take the time to acknowledge that hey you know why not support them a little bit you know and if they don't like it they don't like it but at least you know like, that's where you got yeah no, that's which is my really dad. cool that you that, that, that I'm sure you I'm not saying that they never did it, you know, but it, it helps me encourage, especially by people who are really close to you. Yeah. You know, even if they don't like fully see it, it helps. For sure. For sure. Definitely. Uh, my dad gave me the materials and just said, go at it. Don't <laughs> think. 
it'll, it'll come to you. Um, and it did. Um, Wait, it was do there. you remember like when you started to take it as like a career? Like the time when you're like, okay, this is not just for fun. This is not just a hobby. This is something I want to do. Middle remember? school. Middle school. Middle school. I had people to prove wrong. Oh, <laughs> about shit. that, yeah. Yeah, so you have people. Was, like, yeah, what are you doing? Why are you spending your time? I was so tired of it. I was tired of being told art's not a career. I, I wrote like, career day had come back around. Um, <laughs> I was told like in elementary school, you know, oh, you should be an author. You should be this, and you should do something with writing. Maybe, maybe you'll get lucky with a book. I don't get lucky with a book. I'm writing on that paper. I'm becoming an artist. Like, uh, you know. As my assignment, I, you know, I'm gonna find something. It has to be something out there. Um, it was like that cusp of either someone's gonna say something and bring me down, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna at least continue to look for something that has art. Um, I was that determined because for me, it felt like and there was a lot going on too. Like I was dealing with like. Like, a, like grief, um, like my aunt had just passed. Uh, I was dealing with like, um, you know, just things like at home, like um, uh, it, you're, it's like a, it's yeah. Yeah, it's like you're twelve, you're thirteen, you're becoming a preteen, you're emotional, <laughs> you're going through things, you're going through phases. So uh, it was a lot at the time, and for me, it was uh, if anything isn't going to be a phase, not going to be art. Art is not a phase for me. Um, art was my like safe place. Art was what I did. Um, it started becoming a visual journal for me going into high school, especially. Um, it was therapeutic. and It was like, this is the only thing I know. Not that I didn't know anything else. It was just, this is the only thing I know that I can see myself being happy with for 10 years at least. And I think that was a very important thing to know. Yeah, especially so young. Um, they were like, it's not going to be a very stable job. Uh, I was like, well, <laughs> I'm going to try really hard. And yeah, and even at that, like, my mom was very comforting in saying, like, um, even if they tell you you can't, or even if you don't find a job like that, know that there's there are jobs for art. There's medical illustrations. You could sketch, like, animals, like, at the zoo. If you, because I loved animals. I, <laughs> When I was little, I wanted to be a veterinarian or, or travel and <laughs> uh, draw animals for a living then <laughs> yeah. um, help them. So uh, it was like, yeah, I can do that. I can go into something like that um, and still support what I love. And so that that part of what my mom told me kept me going in order to say, I'm going to do art so you can get a second job. You can be anything you want and do art at the same time, so don't get discouraged, things like that. So you, very young, you thought, hey, I, I need to I need to pursue this. Yeah. I need to make sure that this becomes my mm-hmm. career, not to only prove myself right, mm-hmm. but, you know, Others, yeah. um, or, you know, or just make sure, or just kind of show them um, that it can. Yeah, I, I'm going to prove them wrong. <laughs> I'm going to... It's very... Conscientious to, to be very. I, I tell you because I didn't pursue art as a career up until I was moving, doing it career oriented, probably like seven years. 
you know, everything. Before that, it was always what I enjoyed doing. It yeah. was a hobby. It was, you know, my graffiti, my, you know, my vandal phase. My, yeah. That's how I escaped high school. That's how I escaped, you know, certain issues in my life. But I was never conscious about art going anything any further than what it was doing for me at the time. Not until, you know, seven years ago. This is this is what I need to do. This is what's gonna make me happy, and I don't care why you, you know, make money off of it or something. I want to be able to say that when I die, I left everything in this world in my art. Everything that's me is in my art, and that's it. Yeah, you know, I don't come. Whatever kids, whatever you know, that's gonna be off aside. My personality, what's me, is gonna be in my heart, and that's what I want. And that's the only legacy I feel like I need to leave. In order for me to do that, at the ability that I want to, or be able to create what's here on paper or whatever medium, I need to study. I need to learn how to do this, I do that, you know, the shit I don't know how to do. Yeah. And I need to learn. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I did. Like, Because I knew, I knew I was probably getting it over my head, but as long as I was studying, I can do it. Like, learning is key. Learning was key for me to be able to say, you know, here's what I can do. I needed to refine those skills a lot. You never get it. The, the, the thing I've noticed about <laughs> art is you never ever going to be done with the piece and you're gonna be like this is my yeah, never stop. this is my I'm, I'm done learning I'm, I've mm -hmm. reached the pinnacle you never, never stop I don't think that's ever gonna happen I learned that in high school um, yeah. I told um, there was like a ceramics teacher uh, my high school was weird they had, they appointed like the ceramics teacher as my chemistry teacher <laughs> you, work was, the, you work with materials here have some chemicals yeah. <laughs> It's, it's okay. about the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. You get some reaction yeah. from <laughs> ceramics, right? Uh, <laughs> so, but she was awesome. So, I mean, she knew she knew her shit. She knew what she was doing. So it's not like I didn't learn anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was just really weird. Yeah. Like, don't you do ceramics? <laughs> her, you know, her desks are all dirty, caked with like <laughs> clay. Her hands, yeah. She had, like pottery stuff. <laughs> but um, no, she told me actually um, that. I think she asked me something about my art, like um, what I like to do. And I, I had mentioned that I wanted to do, I said, I'm not there yet, but I really want to do like a masterpiece. And I'm really frustrated. She's like, you know what? You're never going to be able to make anything original or a masterpiece. You should know that. And I was like, oh, like, and at first it sounds really harsh. And she's like, yes, no, like, she's like, but hear me out. She's like, this is why. Um, uh, anything you do that's original is based off of past the past everything that anybody's ever done is based on the past and you should see that and i was like wow like what an asshole <laughs> but i think she's once i learn what this means i'll be able to appreciate it more and so it it pushed me to to learn about why that those words might be true and it's true um so like in like in college now i i was um or even in high school, I, I was going to like art museums to learn, and um, I was exposed to like surrealism. I love that um, Caravaggio. The, uh, oh, you I love Caravaggio. Yeah, your work has a hint of like Caravaggio in it. And... Uh, well, I've been studying like uh, <laughs> old masters. Because yeah, yeah, old masters. That's what my art teacher had me doing. Um, 
So I was like an AP art. <laughs> so I had to I had to go out and learn about art and uh, on my own on my own time. That's where I picked that up from. <laughs> yeah. Good old Mr. Brown. But uh, yeah, uh, I noticed um, like in our history, um, all of these masterpieces we enjoy so much are based off of past trends. Um, trends before that, you just they take it and they they make something different out of it, and it it's the most amazing thing anyone's ever seen. <laughs> um, Van Gogh. Most of his works are color studies. Later on in life, his color, his work was more vibrant, um, and those are the pieces that everyone enjoys most. Uh, he he studied light. He studied color, uh, 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 energy in what he painted, the subjects. Uh, who else? Um, you know, Caravaggio is um, after is Baroque. So before that, it was. Um, no, after that is like French Rococo. French Rococo just takes the dramatic lighting of of Baroque, the Baroque era, and um, softens it up so much. Like there's still portraits and there's still scenes and frescoes, it gives but it like a dreamlike state. It's so dreamy. It's so fantastical, and <laughs> um, and it's a, it's enjoyable because of that. It's that's what makes it Rococo. Um, and uh, that's that's just nowadays. It's, yeah. And that's the stuff. It's not so much studying, it's just like, I'm um, Because I study, because if you... I, no, I'm like <laughs> emerging in it, like I'm so into it, like it's not just studying, I'm like fascinated with it. Yeah. Oh, shit, shit, shit. And I'm, I'm trying to incorporate it into, like that's a study, you know, and I'm trying yeah. to incorporate it oh, yeah. into like my stuff, my, my mm-hmm. inner stuff, you know, and that's where I'm trying to transition this phase of my art into. Yeah, I get that. I do the same thing. Like uh, at the moment, I was stu- I've been studying um, what's his name, Gustav Klimt. Uh, Klimt. He, um, it's really nice. Like uh, if you like detail oriented patterns and um, pieces like that, he that's what he does. His his most famous works have a lot of like um, fashion illustrative looking pieces. Um, there's like a it is very like dreamlike, kind of touches into that surrealism, but um, has a lot of detail. Uh, mm-hmm. Gustav Klimt is a painter, and he's pretty famous, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I would look him up. You know what? I had an artist here, and I think he might have mentioned that name because it doesn't sound like completely unknown to me. So I might have been told about him, and he does like. Um, not print, but like patterns, right? Yeah, but like with, I think, oil or like I think oil. Um, very soft, like in portraits, and then the, the patterns are very like geometric. Um, really cool though. Uh, him and uh, George Barbier. He was in the 20s. Uh-huh. Uh, and his stuff wasn't really, his stuff is a staple of what Art Deco is. Um, but his stuff wasn't appreciated until after the war, um, because at the time people weren't really into that. They were devastated, you know, Great Depression. <laughs> but isn't that around uh, Johnson or Sargent's time? Um, uh, I didn't look so, into that. <laughs> Johnson or Sargent? Yeah. He's fucking bad. He's sick. But he had a phase where he was doing like a lot of uh, kind of like that French food. No, not like that. He would do a lot of like really fancy seats. Okay. Like people in gardens and like 
really sounds familiar. Victorian looking, you know, fancy stuff. Okay, okay. And then I think World War One happened, and his like style changed completely because he actually went to war. Yeah. And he like, went to the trenches. Yeah, the war did a lot yeah. to art, and, uh, especially for the time. Yeah, because at, at that point he was uh, he was traveling, he was traveling doing his art in Europe. He was you know doing landscapes and doing all this you know amazing stuff with uh, with his partner. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, the war here kind of like changed his view of art. I'm like, and it, it sucks because he was uh, he was uh, he was prosecuted. You know, he was like homosexual at that time, oh. and he was kind of prosecuted for that. Yeah. For that. But his artwork is like, he does a lot of it. It seems like he does a lot out of out of paint, but he doesn't. Oh. You know, it's big brush strokes, very, uh, when you step back, you know, what do you call it? When you kind of step back, and as you get closer, as you, you can just sight, see the brush strokes, like impressionism. Oh, oh yeah, 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 okay. So, uh, I'm just fascinated with the way he can pass away. He had like a series of paintings he, oh, he had uh, for uh, like an African museum. Uh-huh. And he had to create a bunch of paintings for him. And he was already old. He was like in his sixties. I forget. But uh, he had like a series he had to finish. And he finished the last painting. He set up for shipping. That night after he finished that painting, when he set it up, he wrote it like in his diary. He's like, "Oh, you know, I finally finished my you know, my series that I wrote, whatever it is." He's like, "And now I can finally, you know, pursue paintings, my own personal paintings." And that night he died in the studio. Like he just wow in the studio. And every time I think about that, I'm like, "Fuck, that's how I want to die." I just want to die. I gave everything my all, whatever I owed to this world. I painted it away, and I just want to fucking rest in my studio. And just like, that's how, you know. And I, I romanticize that for some weird reason. I'm like, yeah. like this guy was like, so like dedicated your to mark. his craft. Yeah. He was yeah. so dedicated to his craft. He spent his entire like energy and his life creating, and then when he was finally felt like he was just like, wait. You know, that's yeah. when he was like, okay, now I can just go and just die. That's so interesting. I've never heard of this. It felt, it felt so, I, I felt like he felt fulfilled at the end of that last painting. And he's yeah. just like, okay, I'm done. You know, now I can pursue stuff. Yeah, he said, you know, he was going to pursue stuff. But with me, that night, he just like, I have nothing more to give. You know, like, I'm done. I romanticize that. I, <laughs> but I was like, oh shit, that's like, Can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I, I, yeah. that dedication, I just love that. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. And definitely look him up. He's, he's, he's pretty cool. Um, yeah. He's, a, he's, he's, he's considered a master for sure. What's his name? Uh, John Singer and then Sergeant. Oh, yeah. It's really cool stuff. Okay. Wow. Oh, and then earlier we were talking about that guy who restores old paintings. Yes. That guy. I could watch those all day. Just yeah, like a whole he series. Talks, he talks like very soft. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so like, oh, you know, <laughs> the, the nails on the side, and then, uh, you know, check the varnish, yeah. the cotton swabs. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, these it's... videos are not nearly long enough. 
Nope. <laughs> yeah. You know, he doesn't have his niche, which it's okay. I'm guessing it doesn't take it takes a long time, you know, yeah. finalize one of those pieces. But yeah, I, I keep telling, I have to tell my wife, hey, you know, how do you think someone gets into this? <laughs> you know, because I was like, I want to try tweeting something. I'm sure that's like close to being like an art historian too, because you have to understand the time period in which yeah. you're restoring this piece. You have, have to do all kinds of studies on the paint, um, make sure that whatever you're going to put on it doesn't mess it up. You have to replicate those colors. You have to replicate the kind of paint I'm sure they use, because especially for the time, early painting was, there was a lot of lead. <laughs> in yeah. some well, of those paintings, I mean, it's different now, but like. Well, I think what they do is when they restore, they like do a mark like this, they varnish it, and then they paint on top of it. Yeah. So if anyone's going to restore it and then want to reset it to how it was, they can take off this work yeah. super easy. And you always like, oh yeah, you know, this is like almost water yeah. you know? Like, it's <laughs> just, if they want to restore it to like exactly how it is, they can just take off my work super easily with the yeah. you know, stuff. Which is, which I think is pretty cool, you know, like, because understanding is to decide how, how they want to present it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Like, studying all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, right now, I want to go home and study some shit. <laughs> you know? Um, so, do you hang out with uh, other artists? I know mean, you said you hang out with uh, other uh, writers or story. Yeah. Uh, I did. Yeah, I, I tried to. Um, I try to because I'm, I'm more of a, hey, okay, I can stay at home. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay at home. I'm okay at the coffee shop by myself. I, I just get so absorbed in my own thing, and <laughs> sometimes it it's detrimental to my social life, I guess. Because mm -hmm. I'd rather be creating by myself. But <laughs> but yeah, no, I I do try to find other people. You so, don't you don't create with uh, with other people. I want to. Oh, it's just hard. Uh, just no, I just like. Like I said, I'm I'm anxious as a person, so sometimes it's weird to like initiate and be like, because I've gotten like people before like, hey, we should do a collaboration. Like, yeah, that'd be awesome. But I am doing one right now where like my friend and I we traded characters to like draw. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, because like they have their own um, like webtoon of their stuff, and I have one that uh, I love. Um, uh, this guy, the one that, or this guy, uh, Cassius. He's my vampire witch, um, and they also enjoy him a lot too, um, just because of like the personality I gave him and the, the kind of person he is, and the uh, so they drew him and in their style. Yeah, and I'm drawing one of their characters in my style. Um, that's that's so we're doing. They're doing like a. They have their own YouTube channel, so they're trying to do like a. Um, uh, an artist talk thing actually. So she's, they're gonna put like a side by side of what they drew and what I drew and. Oh, uh, yeah, so it's gonna be yeah. so awesome. That's cool, and you're working on that right now. That's yeah, that's cool. I wish I had. A I mean, I have a character, but I, like, I haven't not nearly developed a story. Yeah, you know, he kind of changes a little bit. Yeah. And it's gonna happen. Like Molly's changed so much. She was like, she started off at like six years old, like biting off heads of like kittens. Yeah. <laughs> that's how Molly started. <laughs> She was literally like a demon child, like <laughs> demon tendencies. Like a, like a, a water guy. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, um, yeah, I definitely, I mean, I don't mind the growth of my character. It's just, I guess I enjoy that. So. Yeah. And I haven't, I, haven't, I just haven't kept going. Yeah. 
I love my character. It's a little turtle. Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little turtle. And he's got other characters. And I've developed other characters, but I haven't really done that story. And that's just because I'm not very good at stories. Well, I'm not. I'm by no means am I any good either. I just. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, even know what like, I'm doing half the time. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like I don't even know what I'm doing. Blah blah. blah. And it just took a background to, to like other stuff, you know. So I was just like, okay, the characters are. I've done a good amount of stuff, and now like my interest is this. My interest is this. And it's, yeah. it's gotta be there, and I'm gonna develop it. Like, like I made like little chessboard design. Each character is like a chess piece. Like I've done a bunch of different stuff. You should. Uh, oh my god, that reminds me of my friend um, Miguel. He um, he he does love the. Um, like board games, so he had tried doing like a little thing of like of games at one point, and, um, but he does a lot of cool like uh, uh, characters. He has like a like a veggie veggie tail kind of thing. Not I'm sorry, not veggie tails. <laughs> little Christian cartoon. <laughs> it's called hot salsa. Hot salsa, so it's, it's like salsa ingredients. Yeah, all his characters are like like there's like a little Nepal, there's like a um uh like a lettuce. Um, lettuce character and it's there's hot salsa so work. hot salsa. Hot salsa. Um, it's so awesome. Uh, and I like he's um he's just been developing that and and then we met like in 2015. So <laughs> it's been a few years that he's had it, and I'm so glad he's still pursuing it. He's trying to pitch it to um this like a other convention like that. But it's like animation based where you can pitch the idea and um, oh, okay. so I really hope you win because his stuff is so awesome. Yeah. And these are all friends that um, you met through like online or? Uh, no, no, like um, at uh, Eli. Oh, at school. At oh, school, okay. like in class. Oh, okay. We had like storyboarding together, oh, um, awesome. character design and yeah. Uh, which leads me to a question. Yeah. Um, so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to um, get as many artists on here as possible, uh -huh. and towards the end of the year, um, host like a like a group show with every, every artist in, in the podcast. Um, so if you'd be interested, um, and then I'll go you know to submit like a piece or two and like an art show going. Um, it won't be like crazy big, but uh, I'm gonna try to set it up where. Be an artist, like an artist group show. That's but awesome. Just, just the podcast cast, you know? Okay. Um, so if, if you'd be interested, I would invite you to join me. Yeah. It'll be towards the end of the year because I still have to figure out with gallery and, you know, logistics the space and, and the percentage we're going to take. And obviously, if, if it doesn't meet the architecture, then we're not supposed to okay. have to uh, submit anything. Yeah. I got to work out with the gallery and see, you know. What their percentage is and how we can go about it. Yeah. So I've never done any art shows or stuff like that, but I definitely want to do that for, for the podcast and be able to, you know. Yeah, that's really cool. So, like, my point here is to be able to have other artists kind of like network with each other, um, you know, either gather inspiration or, you know, just whatever. My purpose is here just to talk to other artists to figure out where they're coming from, you know, how their how their art's developing and you know, yes. if that 
if some other artist can see that and they're like, hey, I relate to this person, I go to school too, or blah, blah, blah. the videos that it's shot. Yeah. And I've, I've had a couple of people like, hey, they're artists that came in here and they're like, oh, I saw the podcast with, you know, such and such artists. And I thought it was so cool that she goes to school and goes to work because I'm going through the same shit. And, you know, it's just her art's so cool. I, I, it gives me, like, a, you know, like, motivation to keep going with my stuff because, you know, sometimes you put yourself down and shit. I do all this stuff and I'm going to be able to keep going. And when I heard that, I was like, man, it's time. Like, the podcast is doing its job, even though it's not going on to a crazy amount of people. But, you know, at least, other artists, even the community, just the community, other artists who have been in the podcast, who see other artists, it's, it's done its job, you know? Yeah, it's super admirable. Like, I really do love, like, when you presented the idea to me the first time, like, when you approached me at the Art Walk, it's so, like, it is really inspiring to know that there's a podcast, like, I've never heard of a podcast like this, so... Yeah, uh, I yeah. really admire it, especially yeah. like, right, so like, well, if I don't, if I can't find it, I might just gotta make it yourself. That's like, exactly, exactly <laughs> I love that. Did. Thank you. I was just like, man, because I was, I got into podcasts, so I was like, man, I want to hear more Earth podcasts. Yeah, like I hear all kinds of podcasts, but why not? None too to stuff to my career specific. Right? And there's there's some out there. I'm not yeah. saying there's not. There's some really cool ones out there, but it's people at like. At the pinnacle of their careers, you know, at the climax of their careers, you know, they're doing it in sight. But I want to hear from people who are going through the same shit I'm doing, or you know, or different stuff, or you know, they're at a lower level or at a higher level, or they're going through, you know, because I can relate to yeah. that stuff, or and I know other people can relate to that stuff. And that's why I'm right here. It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, because you're asking, like, where's the in between between not doing any, uh, not just starting out and being super successful, the medium, you're, you are that medium yeah, in the middle. Yeah, people are grinding and it's, it's it, it gets people kind of motivated. Yeah. So like, oh shit, like, they're doing it, they're like, they've got so much story behind their characters, you know, it's like, oh shit, now I, I want to do stuff, you know, I want to like, pursue, you know, develop my character more, yeah. more. I don't know. No, that's really awesome. And I think, like I, I'm guilty of that too. Like I forget sometimes. Like it's okay to slow down, or it's okay to, like I'm six years into community college right now. Yeah. I'm going. I'm I'm at six. The six year mark. I've just been done like at least at three years. But like as a society or as you know, just people like if we feel like we have to be rushed into finishing or dive headfirst into something that we don't even know. Like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> and it can be really hard and or stressful and. Uh, you get stuck and it's hard to be like get out of bed sometimes and so to know that to slow down or to have videos like this even just to remind you like there are other people like that and it's nice it's, 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 it's like, you can breathe better yeah for real <laughs> okay I'm, I'm okay doing this <laughs> it's <Yeah>. okay <laughs> it's just nice it's nice hearing that you're not the only one dealing with this shit yeah. You know, other artists, like, some artists put up a front. They'd be like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, I'm doing all this stuff. And it's like, okay. Like, that's <laughs> tight, but, you know, like, why not just, like, be truly honest with someone? Like, look, dude, man, sometimes I find it hard to sketch. Sometimes I find it hard to, like, you know, find inspiration. It's like, dude, me too. Like, you know, it's just like, oh. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's cool. It's cool. I don't, because sometimes... I know, I know, like, for me, 
I'm like my biggest critic and I beat myself up the most. Yeah. You know? And it's like, okay, you'll have people be like, oh, that, it's like the best shit I've ever seen, or blah, blah, blah. And you have people like, you know, oh, that's really cool, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah. Sometimes you just want to hear it from, from other people. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm an artist too, and I, I, I go through some tough times. Mm-hmm. This is how I got to, or this is what I did to kind of push through that artist block. Yeah, yeah, like I've definitely learned um, with this, it comes with a lot of heartbreak, but you get used to it. Knowing that you're going to go through heartbreak, I guess, because like I like knowing what I'm going to go into, but I know I'm not always supposed to be prepared, but I've understood now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go through heartbreak. There's going to be people who don't understand what I'm making. More often than not, I get, oh, that's cool. What is it? (laughs) But... It's up to you what to, what you do with it. You, it's okay to not know. <laughs> it's okay to be like, well, so not everybody liked it, but I'm gonna keep doing what I love. Like it's it's okay. Like um, I'm still learning. Um, you never stop learning. Um, yeah, it can be hard. Of course, it is. It's, it's, it's so always cool. gonna be hard. It's so cool when you find that one person that just kills that your heart resonates to. Oh, this is so like blah blah, and you honestly see it like it's not. It's not like a front thing. You see it really speak to them. It's just like you're looking at it and like, man, yeah. I feel I feel good about this. Yeah. Because it's a piece, it's like a little piece of yourself. They they like, saw that part of yeah, what you like, saw in your own piece. Exactly. And it's just yeah. like, man, that's I, that's what makes the fucking long nights of trying to get this mm-hmm. fucking drawing right. Yeah. It makes it worth it. Yeah. You know, not just because a thousand people have seen it and not everyone have felt anything. Those are my fears. I live with those fears all the time that I'm gonna make something. And I, it's happened. I've produced work that I find later on. Oh my god, I'm not even happy with this. Like I tried making this for somebody, and it still didn't even work out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm always afraid of tipping that scale of making doing the quantity over quality. quality yeah. And I've done that, and I was like, oh my god, this is awful. Like. <laughs> And so I've had to like tip the scale back, and you know, tabling is quality, and you're like, oh, I didn't want to draw. But it's like, (laughs) but oh, oh, but if anybody does hear this, like, it's like, be patient about it. It's I think I I think it's seeing it like you're fishing. Like, you have that really good piece. Just wait a little bit longer. Keep showing it. Keep showing it wherever you are. Like, there's gonna be that one person. I had like had someone come in and buy like three of my my most favorite pieces and I was like where did you come from where were you like three months ago <laughs> when I was down in the dumps about this I didn't even I wasn't even confident in it anymore but they're out there and it's just waiting yeah it's being patient and waiting for the right people there's always going to be the right person coming around if you're not sure about it someone's going to come around and like it and it just really depends on where you're at and the time and um, you know what you're showing and don't get discouraged yeah, right away. Yeah. yeah. And I, I hope people, I hope people like <laughs> at least get, get to hear that. Yeah. Because sure. it's so sad and you're like, I really like this piece. Is something wrong with it? You start doubting it and yeah. am I doing something wrong? <laughs> but no, it's just, some people just, they're not very vocal when they say like, oh, I like it. I just, I don't want to buy it right now. Maybe it'll be here next time. Like, and, and, or you know, eventually, know. eventually you're just going to be like, you know, this is, 
I can't measure my art based on what other people are going to say. I gotta measure yeah. what is good to me at that point. And there's, you're not always going to be comfortable in the same like level every time. So like, like I've learned, especially tabling, I have to theme it sometimes because yeah, I may take, that. I may take heavy, a lot of paintings and that might work, but the next time it might not. So then I take like more prints and stuff and that works a lot. Like if it, if anything, and then it's, it dies out a little bit because just people are interested in other things. They want to see something fresh or new or want to see more life drawing. Um, so it. It's like okay, okay. So you really gotta like find that balance and not get discouraged. But know that the, that balance is also gonna be tipped here and there. Oh, it happens, it's, and it's interesting. So the biggest, I don't know. I, I can't say for everybody, but sometimes we get very emotional. Oh yeah. You don't mean to be sensitive and really strong about your stuff, but at the same time, you're like, fuck, I'm very sensitive about my art. Like, mm -hmm. I really am. And it's like, yeah. Yes. Like, people yeah. know. You don't think they do, but they know when you've poured your emotions into it. Yeah. Or like, the, the, when you're trying to explain it. Yeah, they'll see it. <laughs> they see it. You don't think they do, but it's there. They, they find it. They look for those. Some people look for those things, and it's interesting to observe. Like, do you find. For me, I find that other artists appreciate them more than the new Well, yeah, that's a given. I think because um, you're both at a similar level, uh, I think it just depends on who knows what. Um, like, um, yeah, you can you can connect better when it comes to like meeting other artists. Um, depending on what they like, uh, like, like I connected with other artists, but I really connected with one guy one time, um, and we talked about the breakdown of our materials, like the pens we use. Yeah. Like he, he literally asked me, is this Prisma marker? I was like, dude, you saw that? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And so we just, that's how we, yeah. we clicked like that. And we broke down like. Like, you know, oh, they used acrylic paint here. I see the uh, watercolor here. And you can really see the, the heaviness of the paint here, but not here. And I was like, yo, we're, <laughs> this is so cool. So those connections, I think they vary. I think they vary person to person. Um, and that's what fascinates me most about connecting with other artists. Yeah, many. Is to have, well, to have that range of knowledge. Um, uh, yeah, just, like I said, it just depends. Um, like you know a lot more Caravaggio and it's awesome because like I, I had to study Caravaggio in high school yeah. so I connect in that aspect versus other people like yeah. like my friend Miguel who does more animation stuff we connect more on uh, how our workflow goes and um, characters and what works what doesn't it, so it's it's always going to be like eclectic yeah. when it comes to art at least I, that's the way I see it like okay you can pursue a certain way but never hurts to know about mm -hmm. all that other mm -hmm. stuff. Like all that other stuff, whether you think it doesn't, it all applies together. Right? Yeah. It's all a study of whatever you want to simplify it and stylize it a certain way. It doesn't mean it's not studying what you're experiencing or what you're looking at. Or, you know, it's like, it's just people dissect reality in a different way. Yeah. You know? And they interpret it in a different way. 
and I find some of the like the simplest stuff like really be like oh shit like how did this person simplify an image to that extent where it's so stylized mm-hmm. it just flows you know and that's why I admire people who do like um, Composition. People oh, yeah. who understand composition and have a mastery. Like that's what that's my mastery. Being able to uh, compose an image the way I want it mm-hmm. to make it flow and make it visually appealing to something. Yeah. I always struggle with that. Yeah. That's my biggest struggle. Yeah. I struggle with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, I yeah. Yeah, it shows so, and yeah. it shines so well because yeah. the, they simplify everything. The, the simplicity yeah. of the line art of anything, as long as you have good uh, grasp of com- composition, it, it everything shines. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I admire people like that. It's not. It's not just. This, it's not just like the technical skills. Mm-hmm. It's, it's everything. Yeah, yeah. My thing is always trying to be. I guess I've always lived trying to be practical, but more so versatile. Anything versatile, it, it catches my attention as far as how I can be and how I can refine my skills more. So everything I've done is just based off of time and patience and, oh God, so much, so much paper. <laughs> A lot of paper. <laughs> Do you keep all your stuff or? Yeah. I've, t- I've tossed a lot of stuff. What? I've tossed. No way. I mean, unless the sketch is... No, I've tossed a lot of stuff. I mean, I have two. I've just... thrown out so much stuff. It, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't keep everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't keep everything. I don't have the storage for it. Uh, and I, sometimes I find it free, you know, but sometimes I find it where like, I go back to my old shit and I'm like, oh, this was a good idea. Like, yeah. I can probably make it really cool now. With you the know? skills you have yeah, now yeah, versus, yeah, then. Yeah, uh-huh. versus then, uh huh. I, I find that too. Yeah. So sometimes I'm not, you know, really I'm not quick to throw away stuff. Plus, I'm really busy. I'm really busy, <laughs> so I think that's also an excuse to. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I keep a lot of my sketchbooks at the very least. Um, anything I anything I tear out, I have it in a separate box, like in the shed. I, it's a big box. It says drawings, Steph's drawings, <laughs> um, so that I can keep them. They've become like I didn't love my art. I didn't love myself and my art until college. Like oh. truly, sit there and say I did a good job. It, it took. It was really hard. Like I struggled a lot with being even just vulnerable in front of people I cared about, um, like from my like my family, like to confide in somebody. Um, and I'm probably getting too personal, but it ties a lot into my artwork. Like that for that reason, um, it ties into that. It ties into how how radical my work changed because I started to say I did okay. Yeah. <laughs> it started with like even just like confessing, like like uh, like my best friend now of like four or five years. Um, like I always tell the story, but like the first time I met him, first couple weeks. Um, I, we knew each other in high school, but we weren't friends. We just knew of each other. He did photography in uh, the high school newspaper, and I did the drawing. Oh, okay. We met like once or twice. And yeah. That was it. And then we met again because we were both going to LACC. Oh. But at the time, like, uh, I was going through a lot. Uh, 
I was going to college that nobody in my high school went to because I was trying to get away from that crowd. I thought it would be better for me. Uh, so I was basically alone. Uh, yeah, it was just a lot. So I kept all this bottled in and my friend was like, like I was not trying to give away too much to him. So he was like, oh, you're sad? You should cry. I was like, what? Um, so yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. So he put this song on for me. We were at a Jack in the Box. And it was like 20 minutes before class. And I was just there sobbing. So it sounds really silly, but like that opened up, that opened me up a lot. Like it felt like, like you just opened up like a really stubborn pickle jar. So it led to a lot of like my work now is like body positivity, um, the character work. Um, it opened more doors than closed. And that's what I was afraid of. I was afraid of um, uh, if I didn't close myself off, I was going to get hurt. Getting hurt anyway, but it's like yeah, it's just it's, it was such a it was such a big weight off my shoulder to be vulnerable in front of people. So that's why my work has a lot of that, and that's what Molly kind of encompasses. Molly, um, the, this guy, um, identities in there, and just um, my fears and you know the hurdles that I've gone over and um, that I live with now and that I'm okay with dealing with. So yeah. And just opening up and being yeah. honest and so, to yourself. Yeah. And, no, yeah, it's, it's 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 tough dealing with a lot of things and you know, we, we try to be we try to we try to make things not like bother you and you're like, Oh, it's not as big a deal as I think it is, but so, you yeah. know, you end up building walls to protect yourself. Yeah. But you're technically pretty much just pushing stuff off and not dealing with it at the time. It was like oh, I'll deal with it later. Yeah, I, mean, I don't have time. I don't have. Yeah, I don't I have don't time for this. Time. I yeah. I have things and, and to you do. Know what? That's it's that's, detrimental. That's something that I learned last year. Yeah. About myself, like I did about myself reflecting, and you know, I was dealing with stuff that was very life changing. Obviously, not no, no, it doesn't matter. It's, it, it's still life changing to you. It was so, it was so. I started to like look at myself and I was like, you know, a lot of the shit you dealt with as a kid, yeah. you never dealt with. You know, my parents, you know, going through whatever divorce or whatever the hell they were going through. Yeah. You know, carrying me and my sister along. You know, me always kind of like being, trying to be the tough guy and be like, no, you guys deal with your shit. I'm just focused on myself, you know? Yeah. But really, like, it really fucked me up. And it wasn't until like, a few years ago where I was like, you know, you don't deal with emotions. Like, as soon as you start to feel multiple emotions, you quickly get angry. You start to, like, get angry at other shit because you understand being angry. You know how it feels to be angry. Yeah. You don't let yourself feel other stuff. So when you're dealing with it, you quickly revert to either being angry or Oh no, I gotta go get happy. Yeah. I gotta go be happy and go have fun. Yeah, for real. I was you just, know? I can't be those two things. Why? Yeah. You know, I'm human. I can be multiple emotions, but I don't know how to deal with them because yeah. when emotional stuff came up as a kid, I would just fucking put myself in a shower and just draw or whatever, and I wouldn't deal with it. And then I started to realize that, oh shit, this stuff's affecting my relationship now, or mm -hmm. I'm dealing with stuff now. You know, it's like, don't do that. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? Like, you know, I never was conscious enough to even reflect on that. 
because I was so busy working, drawing, and my mind was so occupied on bills or whatever. Yeah. Like real life stuff. Like I never got around to knowing myself like that. It's just yeah. like, why? Why did I do that? And I thought, like, not, obviously not everybody, but a lot of society does that. Yeah. Because one, we don't have time. One, you know, bills are coming up. You don't have time to find out how you're feeling. Yeah. You know, the rent's got to be paid next month or you know, in a couple of days and you don't have the money. Yeah. You don't have time to figure out how you feel right now. You you feel anxious. You got to get that shit paid and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ah, I got I to gotta, I gotta find a way to give myself that time. You know? And uh, around that time, I, like, I was hearing a lot about Terrence McKenna. Uh-huh. And he has this quote where he, he, he tells people, like, hey, you know, you matter. Like, you matter, and you're a divine being. You come from, like, realms of unimaginable power, and you'll go backwards. You know, but that, that fucking quote, I, I feel like I have to repeat that to people. I have to repeat that to other artists. Like, hey, you matter. Like, you have to remind people, like, some people are so stuck in, you know, their bills or whatever, their daily shit. Like, maybe that one phrase, hey, Matter, whatever you're doing, matter. You, do, you don't think it does, but it you, it starts like resonating and it resonates. I hope it does. I like, hope it resonates to the people the way they resonate with me. Like, hey, sometimes I, I you just need to be reminded. I mean, like I'm queen of overthinking. Um, I'm <laughs> yeah. notorious for you know not expressing what I'm feeling, and yeah. you know, I took like a summer of therapy and um my friend you know he was there like the whole time like for every visit i went to he waited for me like it was like a 20 minute session <laughs> he would wait for me after and be like you know i'm really proud of you you know i'm glad you got up today and you went and i was like the only thing i wrote like in the paper like they tell you like oh why are you here like or why do you think you're here and mm-hmm. i was like uh because of pride <laughs> i think i might be too prideful and i need help understanding that because i legitimately didn't know how to say like i i'm I don't know how to deal with my emotions. Yeah. So, you know, little 17, 18 year old, I was 18, maybe 18. Yeah. And that's what it took. It took that and, you know, just as simple as saying your feelings matter and this is important. You can do this, you know, a little bit, little by little. <laughs> to do that, you know, we were able to reflect like that yeah. at a younger age. Like, I didn't deal with it yeah, and it was like it was embarrassing to me, but it's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's not, it's it, not embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, but that was something I, I had to deal with, and I had to outwardly say this is something I'm dealing with, and it's okay. Like, uh, whew, this got personal real oh. quick, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean like, to go this route, no, but no. like that's 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 the whole thing about <laughs> podcasts. Like, it just goes with the conversation. Man. Yeah, you know, if you're honest with what we're saying, like she never. <laughs> you know, like, hey, I, I, I remember when I was telling people about the self-reflecting and I was like, hey, you know what, I've also thought about how I deal with people and I'm kind of a piece of shit sometimes. <laughs> and they look at me like, what? It's like, yeah, like sometimes I, like, I'm so involved in what I'm doing, I don't really listen to the way people are acting or what I say affects them. Yeah. And people are like, what? You know, they look at me, like, I can see it in their face, they think like, this guy's crazy or this guy's like, <laughs> you know, depressed or he's going through some shit. But I like to think at that point, they're not thinking I'm crazy. 
I think they're doing their own self reflection. Yeah. And they're all they're probably thinking like, hey, you know what? This person is so honest with how he's messed up. Mm-hmm. Wonder if I've done stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's just like that's what I'm hoping people see. Like, hey, maybe I've done some shit, so I I just better be quiet. You know? Because I, you, you've broken that wall between like just acquainted, and then all of a sudden you're like you, you you're really upfront yeah. and honest. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like you're not self deprecating yourself. You're no, just you're being honest. Like, hey, I've done some fucked up shit. I didn't mean to. Yeah. And I was not aware of it, but you know, I, I acknowledge that I've done that now, and I can better. Because I know yeah. yeah, that self awareness is very important. It's key to being honest and being like, I'm I fucked up before, but I'm trying my best to make yeah. better myself as a person. Because yeah. yeah, I I did find that because I was that way, and I think the walls were just starting to like crumble on me. I was it was affecting how I talk to people, and that's also what helped me kind of push. You know, okay, I need to go to therapy. I need some help. I need some help to be able to. Yeah healthily deal with these things it's not working anymore and i don't have any other uh, way to do this <laughs> yeah. and, and i kind of hate how, how people see like don't treat me like a ticking time bomb like yeah. it's they're just feelings <laughs> or like at least i'm afraid of that like <laughs> that those were my fears like i was going to be seen differently like i've had nightmares like that inspired uh inspired a lot of art <laughs> but it just did it um yeah and do you think it's like um it's something that before you went to therapy, did you, what, what was your thought on therapy? Because I, I, I don't like when people say, hey, I don't, I don't believe in therapy. Yeah, like, I, was, I demonized it a lot. I yeah, was afraid of being like, I was like, well, what are they going to, what are they going to do to me? Like, like a Hispanic family. Like, I hate to bring it on my family. <laughs> but, you know, the way I grew up, you know, if somebody had any mental issues, it was, it's just not knowing yeah it's like it's even it's hard like, sometimes yeah, to explain why, what anxiety is what's anxiety yeah. like why anxiety like if i try to explain anxiety to my parents i'd be like what what are you talking about yeah that's what everybody deals with. You know, it's, it's like, like no, yes, but not really. Different levels. There's you have anxiety and I'm anxious. People don't understand how like how anxiety can be crippling uh-huh. at times, yeah. you know? I, I can't say I suffer from anxiety, no. but you know, people in our family have and mm-hmm. you know, the way they explain things is like I can't comprehend you know on a one-on-one basis, but the way they've been affected, I'm like, this is not something someone's making up. It's yeah. not someone, something that's someone's just being overreacting. Yeah. You know, which is how I was taught to think of things mm-hmm. at a younger age, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, ah, that's not the way it is. Like, yeah. you know, this is something people deal with and it can't be crippling. And I can't just dismiss it just because I don't understand it. Yes. Yeah. The dumbest shit you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's. I think that's really all it is. It's just. It's just when you don't understand it that it's like, well, okay, well, what could it possibly be? Like, how bad is it? Like, yeah. And that 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 was mainly just my thinking of like what therapy is. Like, well, what really is it? Like, isn't it just for something ex- for extreme cases? Yeah. Like, you see it portrayed on TV, and so it's like, hey, I'm never gonna need that. Like, 
but it can be for small things, and it's important to have them. Uh, yeah. And it can be very, very helpful. It, yeah, and it was because it, it's not that bad. I, I was definitely afraid of it, like going in at first, and it was just they asked me how my day was. They asked me like, so it's like, what is it you want to talk about today? Like, what's on your mind? Like, and it's like, oh, like that's all you want to know. Like, yeah, because these things are important. Like, I want to know. <laughs> Where you stand, where your grounding is, like if you're okay today, is there anything specific on your mind? Just something you can't, you feel like you can't talk about with others. You can talk about with the therapist, and that's fine. Like you're like, cool, okay, like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, like I didn't like it at first. I wasn't overly. I wasn't like yeah, the first two days. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm on top of the world. No, I was like, God, this is so embarrassing. This. It, I felt so like naked, like, exposed, yeah. and like I, because I had to get myself to do these things. But it's more; it feels more like you have to exercise that part of you that you're not used to doing. Yeah, and you're yeah. basically just exactly. helping it's yourself. Yeah. It's a, like a mental, it's exercise. a mental exercise. Yeah, yeah, because they help you do that. Like, okay, well, do you, yeah. they help you? Like, they ask you the the, the appropriate questions mm-hmm. to kind of further your your thought. Yeah. So like if you're process. if you're afraid of how your what their answers are gonna be, they know how to do that. They know yeah. how to <laughs> handle that in, yeah. in a more professional way and you know, they have more answers than I guess what you would think. So yeah. Yeah. Um so let's see. We've done about two hours. Do you? Uh, I don't want to keep you if you have uh, other stuff. Um, if you want to do some more time, we can do some more time. It's, uh, it's totally up to you. I didn't even know it was already two hours. Like, uh, yeah, I think like Probably your dad's on board though. So, <laughs> not at all. No, that's good. Um, I'm good either way. I'll, like, I just I would finish this at home and. I would post it. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. So what? I just started a new format. So what I, um, I do is I will post a sample of your work. Uh-huh. I'll do one post and then a sample of your work, and then I'll do I'll upload the video, sample of the the YouTube video, ten minutes, and then I'll upload another sample. Of your work. So the way the way it's formatted on Instagram is three. Yeah. So when when people scroll down, they'll be able to see two samples of your work and the video. Oh, nice. And then the background is going to have the, your two favorite colors, which is you sending a swatch. Mm-hmm. Which is going to have the two favorite colors. And I, if it's, if it's going to look the way I'm thinking it is, <laughs> it's going to look pretty cool by okay. swiping down and looking at the episodes and be, people being able to get two samples of your work plus the video. So, nice. Uh, that's the way I'm going to set it up so you can send me a I don't know what samples you want to show. I definitely would like to show this sample, yeah. uh, or at least like a zoomed-in version of it. Uh, I won't be able to get the whole thing because it's longer and it's wider. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'll get a zoomed-in area. And then I'll, I'll look through your stuff, and if you have something like, hey, I'll showcase this, uh, just tag me on it, and then I'll use that. But uh, thank you so much for coming out here. I really yeah. appreciate it. This was a great talk. <laughs> and, uh, I would love to have you back again. Um, it's not a one-time thing. Oh, like, okay. You know, I, I can have the same artist. It's 
just kind of like this, just talking, yeah. whatever. So it, 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 I don't have a format, I don't have a, anything. So uh, I would love to have you back and, you know, maybe we can show some more of your work, you know, yeah. have another conversation. And if anything, we're not doing a podcast, you know, you're always welcome to come in and, you know, we can paint and have a little bit of room. And, Thank you. you know, I'm going to try to get something going, maybe set up where we can have multiple artists. That would be so awesome. maybe three, four artists, and you know, we're all just talking, we're just doing this. Yes. Maybe the camera up here. You know, I have the format, but I'll definitely invite you to 